Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. It's Janelle here, and this week we're doing another interview with Renee Cherez. Renee is a Black woman writer and travel liberationist, creating magic at the intersections of travel, identity, and liberation. Her work focuses on her personal experiences as a traveler existing at various intersections, including being an immigrant and queer, and her deep belief that travel is a tool for liberation. And I'm not going to go too deep into her bio because I want her to share her travel story with us. So welcome, Renee. Hello. Yes, we're so happy to have you here. Like, I'm excited to hear more about your travel story, and I'm sure the audience is too. So let's get straight into it. Thank you for having me. First thing, first, can you tell us a bit about yourself, like where you're from, your education and work background, and how that all really ties in with travel for those that are less familiar with you? Cool. Um, okay, so I was born in, so I'm from Jamaica. Well, I was born in Jamaica, and then I moved to New York when I was a baby. So I'm from, I'm from immigrants. I'm from a, my family. A lot of my family still lives in Jamaica. So grandma, grandpas, um, aunts and uncles. I feel like that kind of is how I started, how I got into travel, because, you know, having that background of going back and forth to another, another place. And so, yeah, I lived in Yonkers. I grew up in Yonkers in Mount Vernon. And then eventually I went to college and I studied education and I was a teacher, a preschool teacher in New York for around five, six years. And so that's really what I thought I was going to do until it wasn't. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) and then, and, but all through my twenties and all through my twenties, like I loved, I loved going places. Like I loved traveling and um, going on vacations and things and then eventually when I stopped teaching I decided like okay I think this is this is kind of the time like yeah because a lot of life things started to happen and it was like okay this seems like the right time to make this move so yeah education background and teaching I feel like I've done so many things before I actually got to to like leave the states and like travel like full-time so yeah yeah I feel like the the takeaway from that is that like you don't need to be born a traveler (laughs) to get involved exactly you went through a lot of stuff before it happened exactly exactly and you never know how you're going to get there exactly so tell us a bit about your most recent travel experience have you been able to travel during the pandemic and everything well I actually moved to Mexico in 2020 (laughs) in September 2020 yeah and so 
Yeah, and then I th- last year I went to Belize for a week, and that's really the most like travel I've done. Like even moving to Mexico, I've kind of just you know because of the pandemic and things, I have just been, um, you know, to myself and whatever groups of people and pockets of people that I can find to be with and you know community and things. But besides that, I really have been like low key. But I am like in Mexico, so I'd say before that, yeah, I was in Southeast Asia for a few years and. That's where that's where it started with Southeast Asia traveling, so solo traveling. Okay, cool. So of course I'm gonna ask, how was that move to Mexico? Because that's a big deal. <laughs> a big deal. Um, it's funny because Mexico has always like when in my twenties, like when I was going on vacations and things, like I this is where I was coming. Like I was coming to Mexico and and you know, like the basic places like Cancun and Playa. But there was always something about the land here that I just felt so drawn to. I wonder, I, you know, I think about it now and it's like, because it is Caribbean, right? Like it's the Caribbean Sea and I'm Caribbean. So it makes sense that I, that there's like this pull for me to be mm-hmm. here. And even when I went, was in Asia, I always said like, okay, when I make my way back that way, like on that side, like I'm going to, I have to be in Mexico. Like I have to be in Mexico. And so, yeah. So when I came in 2020, it just kind of, it kind of like felt right when I got here like okay yeah of course like this is where I'm supposed to be it feels it feels true and real and yeah I'm enjoying my time so far yeah it sounds like that would be a perfect place (laughs) to enjoy (laughs) and how I guess like I've never I would say live in, lived anywhere super long-term, only a couple months at a mm-hmm. time. So how mm-hmm. is that process of, you know, getting a visa or finding mm-hmm. a place to live and all that stuff? Like, how was that for you? Well, I would say for Mexico, like for Mexico, it's pretty, um, they have maybe the most, like, I feel flexible, I guess, like tour, like visa policy in terms of like for tourists, like you can come for six months and, um, things have changed now because of the pandemic and things. So it's not it's not guaranteed that you're going to get that automatic six months when you, um, you know, get to when you land in Mexico. But um, I think now it's changed. Like if whatever you tell the border agent, that's what they give you. So if you tell them you're here for two weeks, they're going to give you two weeks. But again, like it really is up to them and what they what they are feeling like for that particular day. But um, really and truly, like Facebook groups helped me a lot when I moved here in terms of like figuring out, OK, where do I want to live? And I mean, um, I don't know if I want to say exactly where I'm at. (laughs) I am four. (laughs) I would just say like I'm four hours. I'm four hours like away from Cancun, like four hours north from Cancun. I'll say that I'm in the yeah. Um, and yeah, so like Facebook groups are really helpful. Like black black um black travelers that are you know that are here, people that are living here. And like really, you know, soaking in that information and like so much research. And um, I eventually got my temporary visa. I got my visa last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm good to be here for a few years. And, but yeah, I, I feel like Mexico is, is, a, is a pretty good like landing spot in terms of um, like if you're, if it's your first time coming from the States and um, your first time traveling and, you know, you want to like be somewhere else or like live somewhere else or even just explore somewhere else. I feel like Mexico is like a pretty cool, um, co- pretty cool, like landing spot to explore and to be and, and like, you know, to decide like next steps. 
Yeah, definitely. And Mexico is a big country, so there's a lot to see. Exactly. Sure. It's huge. There's so much to do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be busy. <laughs> exactly. You will find places to go and things to do for sure. For sure. And food. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So uh, we all know that travel is super fun and super exciting and there's so many great things about it, but there's also that other side that you don't see on social media, the stressful part, the planning, (laughs) all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. What would you say was your biggest travel mistake, something you would warn anyone from going through or doing in their travel experience? Just like when you're talking to people to be mindful of who you're speaking to, right? Like who you're speaking to in terms of like, you know, because people... People want to help, right? People want to help you. They want to, um, they want to know all the things. Like, where are you from? How did you get here? Like, why are you here? All the things. And I would just say, maybe be mindful of what you share with people for sure, because you just never know what that inf- what they can use do with that information. Um, yeah. And and also also okay, I guess this is be clear, right? Like, be clear. Like when when you know what you want in terms of like, say you are, I don't know. Um, Say there's a specific, like this happened to me the first time when I was so shy. Like there was a specific excursion that I wanted with a specific company. Like I wanted to do something with elephants, but there was a specific company that I wanted to do it with. And the person who was organizing it for me um, completely disregarded what I had asked for because the, the, the excursion that they chose for me was run by someone that they know. And so... I didn't get the experience that I wanted. And also like, because the elephants weren't treated the way that I um, personally like, um, I didn't want to take part in that particular experience. And so, yeah, so I had this experience. So I guess the, I guess, yeah, I guess just being clear and being clear with whoever it is that you're speaking to and ask questions and you can never ask too many questions. Like ask all the questions in the world, like if you're not clear. And of course things won't be clear because yeah, if you don't speak the language and it's a completely different, you know, culture, com- uh, country. Um, so, yeah, just ask a lot of questions. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I completely understand, like, those elephant tours. I'm assuming this was in yeah. Asia. But <laughs> Thailand, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did a similar thing in Thailand. I, the first time I went, I went with, like, an actual elephant sanctuary that was super, mm-hmm. like, nice, a beautiful experience. And they were very helpful like and like good with the animals and then the second Mm -hmm. time I went um well the first time I was like going to Phuket and then the second time I was going to Bangkok and I had to like kind of travel a little bit to get to the place and that Mm -hmm. place was the exact opposite like I was so frustrated I even gave them my money because yeah Mm -hmm. it was it was horrible so I I understand make sure you ask those questions Mm because you don't want to be in that type of situation exactly um but yeah thank you for answering the whole point of the question I guess is to give that other side I feel like there's a whole travel like movement on social media and people see all these like great nice luxurious trips but they're like that's not reality like sometimes things do go wrong it is not reality exactly (laughs) yeah like things do go wrong not sometimes but like all the time <laughs> something will go wrong all the time but... like every day <laughs> <laughs> but like I like it when you guys share your personal experience and how you were able to like get around it so that way like 
people hear things go wrong, but they're not like scared from ever going through it. They can see like, okay, they went through that, but they're still traveling to 8 million countries. (laughs) Exactly. 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 It's still happening. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess moving on from that, do you have any upcoming travel plans? I know um, you said you did a little bit before you moved, but is just being in Mexico pretty much it for now? Or are you going to, you think it'll go anywhere else? Um, I'm thinking of like, I am looking at Colombia. I've not been to Colombia yet. And I'm also looking at um, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm hoping that, you know, before the year's over that I'll hit at least four new countries plus Jamaica. Jamaica's not new, but four new Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, let me know how that goes. I really want to plan like a... I don't know if I, I don't know where yet, but my 25th birthday is coming up this November. And so I'm thinking it'll be like either Colombia or like Costa Rica, like pretty much the countries you've been talking about this whole episode. So (laughs) I've figured out what's the most budget friendly and who I can get people to go on with me with. (laughs) Yes. Do you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer solo or group, group um, trips? I'm definitely a solo traveler, but since it's my birthday, I do want to invite like my friends, boyfriend and all that. So it'll have to be a group trip, but I'm definitely more of a solo person. (laughs) How about you? For sure. Um, Yeah, I think I'm definitely solo. And like, if it's a thing, like if it's a, if it's a celebration of some sort, then yeah, for sure. I would like, you know, my people to be there to celebrate together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like solo, you know, yeah. I just feel like solo is so much easier because you don't have to be considerate of like other people. You can just <laughs> do what oh you God. want and exactly. eat what you want. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to run anything by anybody. Like I don't exactly. have to ask, you want to go here. It's just like, all right, Renee, what are we doing today? Like, and that, exactly. and that feels perfect. <laughs> so much less stressful. <laughs> exactly. And so... I loved hearing your story and I'm sure the audience has loved it too. Where can we find more of your travel story? Are you on Instagram or any other platforms that we should be looking out for? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Renee Cherez. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, And I'll um, link both of those in the show notes. Yeah. So the audience can easily find you. We're going to make sure (laughs) we can see your (laughs) Mexico experience and everywhere else you've been. Yeah, cool. And we're getting towards the end of the interview time. So I have Mm -hmm. to conclude with the question I ask in every interview, and it's why do you think more Black women should travel? Okay. Hmm. I think more Black women, more um, Black femmes should travel because really and truly because we're free. Like, mm-hmm. we can do it. So if we can do it, you know, there's nothing, I feel like specifically like in the States and maybe just the West in general, like there's so many distractions and they're all real, you know, capitalism and um, racism and white supremacy and all these things, but they're also distractions. And I think that, yeah, I think that because 
we are who we are and we're free like we can we should be able we should give ourselves permission to to take that step especially if we've been thinking about it and we keep putting it off you know for whatever reason right like but just do it like just do it because you won't regret it like you will have no regret yes definitely like I said I ask that question every interview because this is a podcast mm-hmm. for black women so I just want to <laughs> like make sure everybody listens you know mm-hmm. the advice mm-hmm. you guys give is always so true and I want to see more black women black people on the trips I go on and it's nice you know mm-hmm. if I end up in Europe somewhere and I see a black person like <laughs> it's exactly. nice no matter where I get. exactly exactly yeah but thank you again, Renee, for doing this interview. Like I said, I'll link your socials in the show notes. So make sure y'all go follow her, see what she's up to. And hopefully we can hear more from you soon. Thank you so much, Janelle. Thank you for having me. And thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> <laughs>